Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Allison Charming about her wishes wedding at Walt Disney World in Epcot. And I thought you guys would be interested to hear the details of her day and hear her tips about planning a wedding at Disney. So welcome, Allison. Thank you, Carrie. It's wonderful to be with you again. Yes, thanks for being back on the show. For those of you who don't know, Allison was on the show a couple years ago when we did a show about the Disney's Fairytale Weddings Bridal Showcase. And she had a great report on what she thought of the showcase and the tips about, you know, whether it was helpful for planning. So it's great to get to catch up with you, Allison, and now see how everything turned out. Yes. So first of all, now we've probably talked about this on that show, but it's been a long time. So refresh my memory. How did you guys decide you wanted to have your wedding at Disney? It was kind of the dream. We got engaged at Disneyland and that was lovely. And we always wanted to have a Disney wedding. At the time we lived in Denver and we were thinking, oh, you know, there's no way we can afford it. So we're going to plan sort of a subtly themed Disney wedding. And actually, I remember very specifically, we were sitting at home. It was my birthday. And we were watching the movie Mirror Mirror that had just come out. And we were discussing afterwards and we looked at the numbers and and what it actually cost and put it all together. And we figured out that, hey, wait, we actually can do this. So it was always the dream. And then we realized, wait, this is this is doable. We can make this happen. And then things got very, very exciting from there on out. That's great. Yeah, I think a lot of people just think, oh, it's going to be astronomically expensive. And so when you actually sit down and figure it out and see that it's not that unreasonable, yeah, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. It was. I was like ecstatic. It was. It was a really good birthday present. <laughs> so then, how did your friends and family react when they found out where the wedding was going to be? With a different sort of rolled eyes. A lot of people get rolled eyes. You're getting married in Disney. I got. Rolled eyes, of course you're getting married in Disney. (laughs) Not a surprise to them then. (laughs) And so luckily, I work for Southwest Airlines, so a lot of my close friends fly for free anyway. It wasn't that big of a deal, like, oh, yay, destination wedding, excuse to go to Disney. Otherwise, I didn't I didn't have much of another reaction other than, of course, of course you're getting married in Disney. That's good. They're so supportive. How many guests ended up making the trip? I believe we had around 24, 25 people end up making it. Well, that's a good-sized group. You get to spend time with everybody there. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good small group. And which locations did you choose for your ceremony and your reception and your dessert party? We had our ceremony in Italy, in Epcot, and that was beautiful. We had a harp player, which just complimented it all so well. I recommend the harpist. She was amazing. We had our reception in the attic, and then our dessert party was supposed to be in the smaller side of Italy. That one's called the Isola West. Right, yeah. And that's where the the problems in my wedding started at, was that it got 
this is with air quotes, rained out, but it didn't rain at yeah. all. Oh, no. So we ended up being in this really tiny upstairs. It felt like an old 80s attic in Norway. So if you go like towards where Maelstrom used to be, you go, there's a room up above there. And that's where they put us. Yes, Norway Loft. It's so 80s up there. And it's kind of cool in a retro way, but not when you were expecting to be outdoors with the beautiful world showcase. And yeah. Oh, my gosh. See, and, and the day of, I went into the whole day of whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And I'm just going to go with it. So they called and said we were rained out. And I was like, oh, all right. They said, you're here now. I'm like, oh, OK. So bummer, but let's go with it. And then we're up in here. And I'm like, oh, this kind of stinks. But we're going to deal with it and go with it. We'll go outside and watch fireworks soon. And then our fireworks viewing location ended up, they ended up putting us at the Norway location for the fireworks viewing. And that's where, in hindsight, ended up being really upset because I paid for fireworks viewing from Italy. And I received fireworks viewing in Norway, which has this tree in the way and Spaceship Earth, Earth isn't in the background and... It became a whole thing inside my head afterwards. But at the time, it was lovely. <laughs> well, I'm glad you enjoyed it on your day. But I know exactly what you are feeling. We The same thing happened to us. We were doing a birthday party last fall. And they were going to move us to that exact spot. And I was like, absolutely not. I will take any place but Norway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and what's, what's interesting is I found out recently that another bride who we had the same wedding day. And she had a dessert party welcome party, which in that week, it rained every single day except for my wedding day. Mm. So her dessert party got rained out too. And I found out recently, she had this, oh, she had the same location. It was in Italy, dessert party. So she got rained out and they moved her into the American pavilion, which is beautiful. Right. And I'm like, if they had put me there, I would have been fine. And so... What Caden was kind of wondering is, even though we didn't book under any discount, we were wondering if we were being treated like cast members. I don't know, though, because like when I pushed back, they were like, well, this is it. I even said that. I said, can I get American Adventure Parlor? Because at least that would be better. And they were like, nope, another group got moved into there. So it could just be that there were so many parties going on that night. I mean, I don't know how they decide who gets what, but it could be that that was all that they had left. It could be. But I agree with you. No, no, not Norway. Anywhere but Norway. <laughs> Except China. China is actually worse than Norway. <laughs> I would see. I wouldn't know. But one really awesome thing th about going to the dessert party, this was just so, so cool. This is one of the highlights of the whole day. So I had all of my party. We met at the International Gateway, so I didn't have to charter any more transportation. And we had our little guide. And we're going in, and I'm in my big poofy dress, and Caden's with me, and we got our our group of people with us and we're at very obviously a wedding party walking around the world showcase and the entire way from the international gateway all the way around to Norway people were clapping and yelling and saying congratulations and for a little while a couple little girls were like walking next to me and asking questions like they were starstruck and so I was like oh my gosh I'm the star of my very own Disney parade <laughs> that's awesome so that was amazing Interesting. Okay. Then let's talk about the wedding a little bit more. Did you guys have a theme for your wedding? Our theme, it started out as Main Street USA sort of vintage feel. And it kind of, it went from there and it morphed into just storybook romance. Our, our invitations were once upon a time, kind of that old 
feeling of just classic fairy tale romance. That's great. Well, and Italy is great for that, and also the attic in two different ways. Italy is perfect for that sort of charming old world fairy tale, and then the attic is like this sort of modern, fresh, but it has all the pastel colors, and I like how they they get two different sides of that idea. Yes. Oh, I love the attic. It's so it's so cute. Like I would have a I would have a space like that in my own home. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. When you were planning, what aspects of the wedding were most and least important when you were thinking about budget or budgeting your time? For budget, uh, for Caden's concern, food was his most important thing. <laughs> for me, I'm trying to think what was most, uh, you know, the one thing at the at the end with all the life changes that happened, we were trying to find things to cut. We're emailing with our planner about what we need to cut back on. And the one thing that we kept, even though it would have saved us a lot of money to not was the harpist at the ceremony. And I am so glad we kept it because that was, it was just beautiful. That's interesting. That's a good tip. A violinist is often a go-to or like we did recorded music, but a harp is just classically wedding. Yeah, and we did. I walked down the aisle to, I see the light from Tangled and I'm like, I need a recording of this on the harp. It was just so pretty. Oh, that's wonderful. And as far as places where we didn't spend the money, there were several. (laughs) One was on, I cut corners on floral as much as possible, which was partially easy because our wedding was in May in Epcot. So it was during the Flower and Garden Festival. So yay, we, we had like almost zero ceremony decor. But I went to an outside vendor for my personal floral And I do sort of wish I had gone with Disney's floral because I have learned over time that Disney has magic roses. Mm, Interesting. Tell me more. (laughs) They smell so good. And they like, they bloom and the petals curl out in just this perfect way. Like when we got to the attic, obviously Disney had to provide the floral for that. And I was just like, I don't know, just pink floral in the blue mason jars. And it was beautiful. Like, I liked my centerpieces better than I liked my bouquet. (laughs) (laughs) So Disney costs more floral-wise, but it's so good. Oh, and even, like, the the rose petal, when you do the rose petal toss, even those smelled good. Like, that was amazing. So that's one place I saved money, and I could tell. Another place I saved money and I wish I hadn't was we didn't have any kind of MC or anything for the reception itself. We weren't going to have a DJ. It was a brunch thing. We had the Dapper Dans come. That was like our entertainment slash music. So they came and performed intermittently. And that was wonderful. And I initially asked if one of them could also be master of ceremonies and kind of guide things along for the wedding. And they said no. And that in every contract and every communication in all caps, every single time was cannot MC the wedding. And <laughs> Dapper Dans cannot MC the wedding. I'm like, okay, I get it. <laughs> So they could not. And we were like, okay, well, we'll just have, you know, Caden's best man do that. But it was a little awkward. And we didn't quite know what should happen when and it didn't flow quite as well as I would have liked if I had somebody who was accustomed to this happens now, this happens now, and this is how we gather people to do this. So make sure you have somebody who knows what they're doing to help guide you through the reception, because there's a lot of little things that happen that you don't think about unless somebody tells you to do them. That's a good point. Yeah, it's a great tip. So then what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? 
My favorite part was probably our first look. We did that on the little bridge in Italy. And Caden and I, well, our wedding day was our 10-year anniversary. Wow. So we've been together a long time. And that morning, we're both getting ready for this big, exciting thing. But we're doing it apart from each other. And it was so weird. We found out later. It was so weird for both of us. And we were just both so anxious and stressed. And we're like, ah. And so that moment when I got there and I'm all dressed and ready and I finally see him, it was just like, Hmm. everything's okay. And so I went up and it was just, it was our special moment together on our special day. And that was, that was really, really a memorable time. That's wonderful. Now, you talked about the dessert party. Other than the dessert party rain out, was there anything else that went wrong or was it pretty smooth sailing? Well, it got rained out even though it didn't rain. (laughs) And that's the most frustrating of all, isn't it? You know, at least for our party, it was pouring buckets, you know. (laughs) Yeah, and then they put us in Norway. (laughs) And so it was just kind of sad because I have like this – Sunday thing that we're all set out and I'm like, yay, this should be an enjoyable time. But I'm like, I'm like just waiting. Aww. It felt like we're just in the waiting room ready to go outside. And then Regina Hyman was my photographer and she was just phenomenal. But I heard her as she's setting up for the pictures for the fireworks saying, the tree is in my way, the tree, I'm going to work around it. I'm going to make it work. <laughs> so, but other than the things that were planned to be <laughs> not so great, uh, there were no other issues. It was, it ended up being nothing special except for the pictures. Interesting. Okay. Well, you know, it's a great excuse to go back for your anniversary and have another dessert party. So true. Oh, and I did get to be the leader of my own Disney parade. There you go. So that might be worth the whole thing because that was fantastic. (laughs) Now, when you were planning, was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big scary deal and then turned out not to be? I'm not sure if there is. I have a degree in event planning. So I know to kind of let things ebb and flow and just, just go. I think it was just a matter of making sure everything came together. Maybe I... Well, now that's interesting. Since you're the expert at it, do you have any words of advice for brides and grooms who might be freaking out about things that are really not going to turn out to be that big a deal? Well, you know what? This is probably why I can't think of anything that was going to be a big deal is my mantra in the back of my head is whatever it is, Disney will take care of it. Hmm. I have great faith in Disney and the way they run and the way they do things. And until they moved us into Norway, I was so confident that they would just take care of everything. And in a way they did, even though I didn't like Norway, but you know, it was just, Disney's going to do it right. And I knew they would. And those flower petals smelled awesome, you know, so Disney does it right. (laughs) So then is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? Caden's nodding at me. (laughs) Very (laughs) assuredly. What specifically are you thinking of? He's upset because the food we had at the reception wasn't the food we had at our tasting. Oh, let's talk about this. What do you mean? Okay. Terrible. (laughs) So we had our tasting and we asked them to create a, an interpretation of the salmon with goat cheese that they serve at the blue Bayou in Disneyland, because that's just about the best salmon we've ever had. So we went to our tasting and they created their interpretation of it. And it was amazing. It was amazing it was on top of this rice pilaf with like crab in it it was seasoned and it was just so good 
And anybody who's been to their tasting knows how much food there's involved, especially before you get to the protein. We each cleared our plates. Mm. It was so good. And we were so looking forward to that on the wedding day. And then the the day comes and there's salmon and there's a sauce on it and there's like spinach with it. And we're like, what is with the spinach? And where is the goat cheese? And why isn't this blackened? Like, it was like they just sort of forgot that they served me this amazing salmon dish that I thought I was buying for the wedding. And they're just like, here's a salmon dish. And I actually had to ask. I'm like, there's supposed to be goat cheese on that. They're like, oh, it's in the sauce. I'm like, no, but there's supposed to be like goat cheese on it. So they were they went back and got me a lump of goat cheese, which was really nice. But I'm like, my guests loved the salmon. But I don't necessarily care what they love. I care what I love. (laughs) (laughs) That is interesting. And you had your tasting at the boardwalk? Yes. That's weird. It's like they lost the notes because I know they take really detailed notes when you're doing your tasting. Yeah. And, you know, I sometimes I wonder if a lot got lost in translation because we had, when we got assigned our planner, we got assigned one planner, but then she was out on maternity leave. So we started working with one planner and she's the one we went to our planning session with and she's the one we had our tasting with. And then a couple months before the wedding, we switched over to the planner we should have initially had. And I, I'm thinking something got lost in translation there. Interesting. Okay. So then do you have any tips or advice for future brides and grooms maybe to help them avoid things like this? Maybe, I mean, it's not something you would anticipate, but maybe if it's something that you're really looking forward to that you're, that's really important, just double check, you know, the salmon at the wedding is the same one we had at the tasting. I I could, I think that would be the only way that that could have been circumvented, but it's not something I, I foresaw happen. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Just kind of a freak thing. Yeah. But everybody else loved the salmon. So. Well, that's good. Another thing to have at your anniversary party. (laughs) Yes. One last thing I wanted to talk to you about was you ended up having a Magic Kingdom bridal portrait session a little bit after the wedding that you said kind of redeemed the whole experience for you. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, it was such a wonderful time. So there was construction the weekend of our wedding, so we weren't able to have our Magic Kingdom portrait session that weekend. And Several months before the wedding, we became local. So we lived here and we're like, well, we can do it whenever. When would we want to do it? So I emailed, I said, give me a time when the lights, the Christmas lights are on at the castle. So they did. And I booked that. And I was so looking forward to it. And after chatting with Disney and expressing some of the things that were wrong, they assisted in making some extra magic for us for that time. And we had such a wonderful time. We took a little time off. We stayed in the Animal Kingdom Lodge with the Arusha Savannah View for a couple of nights, which was just beautiful. I loved sitting out on the balcony and watching the animals and That was lovely. And so then I got up and I was able to take my time doing my hair and makeup and leave my mess all in the room. Because on our wedding day, we were switching rooms. So it was all rushed and put away and get this done. But for the portrait session, I got up, I got it all done. I left everything out. We went and I was like, fingers crossed the lights are on on the castle. Fingers crossed. (laughs) (laughs) Because there was no guarantee they would be. And my photographer actually indicated that they probably wouldn't be. So we get there and the lights are still on on the castle. I'm like, oh my gosh, the lights are on. Let's hope they don't turn off because I'm pretty sure they're on a timer. So we park and my photographer's there. They're getting out all their gear and such. And I'm like, I'm like bouncing. I'm like, come on, 
let's go. I'm like, we'll run if we have to. <laughs> so we're heading that way. And as we're going across the bridge from Liberty Square, which in the front of the house, the lights switch off. And I'm like, oh, dang it. Oh, well, okay. So we go and we're setting up for our first picture and the lights came back on. Oh. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so we got to have our pictures with the lights on the castle and they turned out just phenomenal. I, we don't have our album from it yet, but I, they sent me over the website with the images and they're just amazing. And then we added on to it. We have a friend who's a photographer and we had him come and do some pictures of us around the Grand Floridian. And the gingerbread house was up and their tree was up and that was a lot of fun. And what we also ended up doing was due to some varied legal issues, Kaden and I did not have a marriage license at our actual wedding day. So we were able to get the license before the Magic Kingdom portrait session. So we went, we had our, our beautiful in-park portrait session together and we had these wonderful pictures all around the Grand Floridian and then we got ourselves a notary and got that signed. So we actually got married <laughs> that day <laughs> and it was just us and we had um, a reservation at 1900 Park Fair and I'm in my dress and I got pictures with a Mad Hatter with Pooh Bear doing a photo bomb. <laughs> And I was, and it was just wonderful. And some little magical things happened at the resort while we were staying there. And it was such a calm, just us experience. So it was almost like getting the experience of we had, we had the great big Disney wedding. And then through what ended up happening with the portrait session, it's like we had an elopement as well. So we had our big wedding and then we had just him and me and photographer and we signed our marriage license and it was wonderful. It was stress-free. There were no expectations. The only people I had to please or coordinate was us. And it was a wonderful time. So if you are able to, for anybody listening, if you are able to schedule your portrait session at a different time than your wedding, it can be a really fun way to relive a princessy day without all the, the stress and pressure that comes with the wedding itself. That's wonderful. And that's a really good point. It doesn't have to be the day after your wedding, the day of your wedding, you know, maybe stretch it out and it makes it two fun experiences. Yes. And I put my dress back on and they gave us buttons and everybody was saying congratulations. I was like, oh my gosh. And actually, um, one of my husband's really good friends was like, how do you get two weddings? This isn't fair. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, we did it all. You know, we got, we had our Epcot ceremonies. We got our pictures in Epcot. We had our fireworks. We had our Magic Kingdom portraits. We had a friend take pictures of us at the Grand Floridian. We had the big wedding. We had the little thing. I looked at Caden at the end of it. I'm like, oh my gosh, we did it all. Like we did it all. It was amazing. We got really, really lucky in a lot of ways. So, you know, sometimes things mess up and you get shoved into an icky backup location. But if you talk to Disney, they'll, they'll help you sort you out. They want you to be happy. Hmm, that's true. Yeah. Now, is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? I don't have a website or anything. I mostly just post pictures upon request <laughs> if you're friends with me on facebook or my husband if you find caden charming on facebook and look through his pictures he's he posts pictures like crazy <laughs> okay great great well this is great stuff allison thank you both for being on the show today and sharing your experience i think it's really helpful for someone who's planning a wishes wedding at walt disney world and i appreciate your taking the time thank you that's our show for today 
If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. <laughs>